You're listening to TV Tangents, a retro TV podcast. All right. Hi, Natalie. Hi, Rebecca. Welcome back to TV Tangents. So excited for this. I have been I waiting know, so long for this show. Okay, so we kept pushing this back and pushing it back. Yes. And now here we are here talking we are. about my favorite. Um, what would you call it? Action show of all time. Yeah, it is. We're talking about Simon and Simon. I had never seen Simon and Simon. And I love prior. that you watched it just for me. I know. I just thought about that the other day, how like I got you on Dallas mm-hmm. and you got me on Simon and mm-hmm. Simon. And I, I'm going to be honest, the very, I watched like when I watched the first episode, I was like, um, Okay. <laughs> And I couldn't get past the music. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, but and you were watching it from I the beginning. Lo- yes. Okay. Which so. changed up. And in the very beginning, they played it a lot. And then it yeah. turned into just like the theme music. The ding, ding, yeah. ding. And the original theme song was kind of cowboyish. Yeah. You know, and it was kind of cheesy. It was good stuff, though. This is, this is a really good oh. show. It's like... I'm glad you say that. I already like shows in general that are, you know, they're it's a dete- they're private detectives. So, mm-hmm. you know, I've been watching Law and Order SVU for you know mm-hmm. 20 years. So, um, something like that. And I was like, okay, this will be an interesting twist for me anyway because it's 80s. So I'll have that part of it in there. Um, and then I was like, well, I wonder how these stories will go. But it was. Really good. Really good. There's always a story that kept me hooked. Only Mm -hmm. a couple times was I watching and I kind of got distracted and didn't pay attention. But most episodes, I'd be like, oh, wait, what? What (laughs) What just happened? And this show was way more popular. Like, I think young people haven't really heard of this show. And it hasn't been on TV in decades. Mm -hmm. It it was in reruns when I was in high school. But it hasn't been on in a really long time. Yeah. And you you can't find all of the seasons on dvd so but that doesn't even that doesn't even demonstrate how popular this show was when it was on simon and simon is a cbs detective series that ran from 1981 to 1989 and it starred gerald mccraney and jameson parker as two brothers who run a san diego private detective agency um, but many of the scenes actually are shot in los angeles yeah but there's also a lot of really great scenes of um, San Diego. Mm-hmm. And early on, it seems like they were, and again, we, we talked in a previous bonus episode how geographically challenged we are. Um, so is <laughs> I San think we Di- talk about that in all of yeah. our episodes. Is San Diego close to the border? Yes, it okay, is. Because, because they go to Tijuana yeah, all the time. I was like, because early on, and it's mm-hmm. been a while since I watched those early episodes now, so I was thinking, were they going to Tijuana all the time? I can tell you so, yeah. that I would not know where San Diego was were it not for this show. <laughs> <laughs> because I know that you can go just right to Tijuana. I just assumed, yeah, that San Diego was close to Los Angeles because to me, everything mm-hmm. in California is all there together. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's all. That's all. Um, I think that we would be great in a reboot of this show. I think so, too. I think we are. I would be Rick, though. Pretty sure I'd you be Rick. You think you would be Rick? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. No, I think I would be Rick and you would be Asian. I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't see that. Because I'm more of a, like, I'm probably going to kick somebody's butt more so and also be mm. mean about it. And you're going to be better 
at like being pretty and flirting with someone and that's how AJ does <laughs> okay but <laughs> that's true I appreciate you saying that because <laughs> I would just be like no 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 we're not but, doing that no <laughs> but you also you follow the rules all the time that's and true. I don't that's true all the time ooh so we would be an interesting mix and also just talked into my bottle <laughs> we're still drinking fruly mm-hmm. we're drinking fruly drinking fruly premium again. Belgian white fruit beer it's so good. Got strawberries in it, and it's amazing. It is. So, okay. You know, we'll hash that out another time. We'll hash time. that out when we Maybe decide Maybe our listeners can tell us who's Rick and who's AJ. Yeah, let us know. By I mean, you know us pretty well by now. Or, you know, yeah. if CBS wants to reboot it, they can decide. They'll decide between us. I like it. Yeah, it's like fine. It. So, uh, we're going to do a fun thing that we did another time. Oh. We're going to drop ourselves into 1981. Ooh. So we can watch the premiere of the show. Love it. So it's November 24th, 1981. Mm. It's 8 o'clock on a Tuesday. You, Natalie, Mm -hmm. have a seat in your wood-paneled living room. Yes. And you're stressed out about Thanksgiving, which is in two days, because Mm -hmm. you pretty much have to do everything. Yes. Uh, You bypass Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley Mm. to watch this new show, because to be honest, these two dudes put Lenny and Squiggy to shame. Totally. So you move your kids Monchichi off the couch. Remember Monchichi? I love Monchichis. <laughs> you sit down, you break open a can of Tab Cola, yes. and you watch the show. Of course, in the middle of the credits, though, the phone rings, and you can't even pause the show. No. It's just miss all. the whole thing, because it's probably ring. my mom. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, it's 8 o'clock. Yeah. Probably 8.30. So if I was reliving kind of my childhood, that's about when my grandma called and my mom had to go in the kitchen and talk to her on the phone. Right. Okay. So sorry, you're going to miss. Yeah. You're going to miss the rest. Half of the show. Anyway. So there we are in 1981. I didn't watch this show in the 80s. In the early 80s? I started watching it. (laughs) When you were six? (laughs) No. I started, I I honestly don't remember it ever as a kid, but I started watching it when I think I was 14. Mm. And it was, it would have still been on. Yeah. But I was watching it in reruns over the summer is when I discovered it. And I know my mom would like, she would have it on the TV sometimes. And then I kind of picked it up from there because <laughs> she thought that Rick was cute. And I was like, in my brain, I'm like, are you kidding me? AJ, <laughs> AJ is the cute one. is where it's at. <laughs> but now, like as a grown up, I'm like, hey, Rick. Exactly. How are you doing? How are you doing? Also, it like the 80s shows always have the fun opening credits where they mm-hmm. have clips from the show. And that's the best. Yes. Because then you can remember oh i saw that yeah i saw and you can like at one point i could recognize any episode (laughs) and tell you what episode that clip was from and then and and then in the year 2019 when you're watching dvds Uh uh-huh my favorite part about this series is that they have a scene where something explodes which happened like every other episode yeah and that's how they explode onto the screen whether you want to watch the episodes or what you want to do so i'm always like it's like and then they go oh play episodes sure so many explosions (laughs) in this show it's awesome I want to say that Rick and AJ have the most conspicuous vehicles ever. Yes. Um, not good for people constantly undercover. True. Because they go undercover all the time. Which, mm-hmm. as a teenager, I was like, oh, this is how being a private investigator is. Yeah. 
you're always there's always action Mm -hmm. they got a little slick at one point because there was an episode where they just uh pretended to be valets and stole somebody's car yes so yeah that's a good trick yeah um rick drives a rusty dodge power wagon with a huge bumper that he can (laughs) ram into like gates and stuff which he does he does um initially aj drives a 1957 chevy bel air convertible Mm -hmm. but then later he upgrades to a chevy camaro z28 which is to this day my favorite car. Some good stuff. Like, that is my dream car. If I could go out and buy it right now, I would. <laughs> I once saw a car like it at a car show, and um, like, That's you would think car. I was meeting a celebrity. It wasn't even <laughs> the car, and you know how I am around celebrities. So yes. I was like, Oh yeah, I love you with a car. You're my favorite car. <laughs> I love you, car. <laughs> and it was I like, have you. All right, you need to move along. Again, it's crazy how many times per episode my brain is like, just get on your phone and call the police. Right. That happens to me all the time when I watch <laughs> old shows. I was like, you'll just call. Oh, no, I guess you Oh, you won't. can't. And you're always missing each other because you're not at home. Exactly. And AJ's phone is always ringing and he's not there. Yeah. And early on, they have like their office where, you know, there's an answering machine. So people just randomly call. I'm looking for the Simon Brothers. Yes. Here's my dilemma, and then they always have something that goes on. I need your help, Rick and AJ. So before we talk about the episodes, we're going to talk about the cast. Yes. Gerald McCraney plays Richard Simon, the older Simon brother. Uh, Gerald McCraney was born in Mississippi on August 19, 1947. He had several small roles on TV before landing the gig, and he was later in the show's Major Dad. Major Dad, Mm -hmm. yes. And Promised Land. And you know this, he won a primetime Emmy for his role as Dr. Nathan Katowski in This Is Sad. I mean, This Is Us. You watch that show, right? I do watch that okay. show. He won an Emmy for that. Have you seen him on that show? I literally didn't put together that that was him till this exact moment. I'm going to drink He's some. the doctor. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited about that now that I just realized that's Rick Simon. And you know what? I didn't see those episodes, but I did see him in commercials because I don't watch that show because it makes me too sad. Mm, Such a great show. But I did see him in in commercials and I was like, oh, yeah. Love it. He's been married to Delta Burke of Designing Women. That's right. Since 1989. Um, They met when she guested on Simon and Simon. Mm. He also appeared on an episode of Designing Women. They are super cute together. They have always been super cute together. That's a long, long, yeah, ho- long Hollywood marriage for long sure. Long Hollywood amazing. marriage. Um, he's her, th- or she's his third wife. Uh. He asked her to marry him on their second date. Ooh. So I guess sometimes it just takes and a couple it just tries. works out. Yes. But they are super cute together, and they're super in love. And when he Aww. won his Emmy, there's like all these pictures of those two kissing each other. Oh, all, all how over. fun. Uh, Jameson Parker plays Andrew Jackson Simon. <laughs> Little cutie. He makes my heart flutter. <laughs> he was my high school celebrity boyfriend. Bef- after, I guess we, I was dating him at the same time I was dating John, John Stamos. Stamos. Yeah. Mm. But gotta have variety. Yeah, true. They're very different. Very different looking for sure. Definitely. He was born November 18th, 1947. I'm sorry. When was he born? <laughs> Oh my God! You guys are twins. <laughs> are we twins? He was born on your birthday, oh nineteen forty-seven, in Baltimore. Thirty years prior, but that's good. Whatever. Well, on my birthday, on our birthday, I'll have to send him 
Is he on? Is he on the Twitter? <laughs> I'll have to. I don't think he is, and I'll tell I'll you why in a up. minute. Okay. Um, but please do send him a card. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, so he was born in Baltimore. He later went to a Swiss prep school mm. um, where he didn't watch TV or really get much American culture. Um, in an interview during uh, during the run of Simon and Simon, he was interviewed by like Nebraska Magazine or something oh. like that. There's a clip of it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. He talked about how he didn't have the same experiences as his character AJ growing up because he didn't. He wasn't a teenager in the U.S., so oh. he didn't do stuff like yeah. go to prom and stuff like that. <clears throat> His father died in 1972, and then he moved to New York where he did commercials and off-Broadway plays. He was on One Life to Live oh. as Brad Vernon from 76 to 78. And just before Simon and Simon, he did a movie that I love. It's another obscure movie that I love. It's called A Small Circle of Friends. In 1980. Hmm. Later, he was in Prince of Darkness in 1987, mm-hmm. Dead Before Dawn in 1993, and my all-time 100% favorite TV movie, which was called Spy, and it also had Bruce Greenwood, who was also super hot in this movie, <laughs> in 1989, and you cannot find this anywhere. Oh, okay. But I do have a VHS copy oh. in my office. Nice. Um, Jameson Parker has also been married three times, and he's been married to actor Darlene Carr since 1992. Mm. She appeared in several episodes of Simon and Simon as different characters, including AJ's high school sweetheart in Who Killed the 60s. So they Mm. worked together quite a few times. He was married to someone else at that time. Show went off the air in 1989. They got married in 1992. Hmm. And she she grew up, like, around horses and stuff like that. So now they live on a ranch in California, and they raise horses. He may mm. be on Twitter. He um, might be. He might be. I'm going to find him. Uh, in 1992, he was shot by a neighbor. What? He lived in California with his wife. The neighbor, who was crazy, had, like, shouted at his wife about her dog because she was walking the dog and the neighbor started yelling obscenities at her mm. about her dog, like, pooping on his lawn or something. Oh and she's goodness. like, well, I'm nowhere near your lawn. And he's already done his business elsewhere. So, Jameson Parker went over there and confronted the guy. And he shot him oh several my. times. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So, I recently read uh, Jameson Parker's memoir, Accidental Cowboy. And I recommend it. It's a very good book. A lot of it is about ranching, like uh, branding cows and stuff. Yeah. But he also interweaves like his post-traumatic stress from this incident where uh-huh. he got shot and um, like depression and stuff like that from that experience. Yeah. So that's wow. really good because it's really relatable and it like humanizes him uh-huh. and says it's okay to be like freaked out by this. Yeah. It's really good. You should check it out. Mm, I'm going to have to. So, yeah, that whole thing happened. That's why he left Hollywood. Hmm. I think he had a few jobs after that, but he really prefers to be on the ranch. Yeah, I can imagine. And that's his thing now. Wow. Do you have anything to say on that while I drink my fruit? Um, No. I I was going to touch on how many people, especially early on in episodes that I watched, that I recognized from other Mm -hmm. shows, especially... And, you know, sometimes when you see people, you're like, oh, 
oh yeah, wait, there's how do I know that person? people on here. Yeah. And early, really early on, uh, well, first of all, Morgan Woodward was on, who played Punk Anderson on Dallas, oh. who's recently passed away. Huh. Um, and he was in an episode. Uh, but one of my favorites, I was watching, and I'm like, oh my God, who is that? Who is that? And I realized it's Louise Sorrell, who has been Vivian Alamein on Days of Our Lives. <laughs> Um, and she's in an episode and she's super young, you know, whatever. It's the early 80s. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh my God, how Everybody's so young in this show. And then I especially thought this one, her name is Lisa. I think it's Albacher. I don't know how to say her last name. She is actually in multiple episodes, one of which she plays twins. Oh, Um, yes. I know who you're talking about. I've got notes on her. Well, she's Jenny from Beverly Hills Cop. She's okay, I've never there, seen that. But she's also an officer and a gentleman, of course. But she that's the first yeah. thing I thought. I was like, who is this? Who mm-hmm. is this? I got to figure out how I know this girl. I have to figure it out. You know what? She was also in the Brady Bunch um, when Marsha got her nose hit with the ball. Really? She was one of her friends that oh was yeah, hanging out with her. So, yeah, I thought, which I also thought was interesting because there's another guy who is in multiple episodes and his name is Jonathan Banks. And he's the guy in Beverly Hills Cop who, who kills Mikey. Okay, hold on. Like, yeah, I was all, I was all over this. The whole Beverly (laughs) Hills. You are all over my notes right now. Wait a minute. Sorry. But yeah, it was all about Beverly Hills Cop in my life at at, for a few episodes. I've never seen. Okay. So Jonathan Banks plays Mike Ermontrout on Breaking Bad, which I know you've never seen, mm. and Better Call Saul. He's a very recognizable person, but to see him young... And all I know him as is the guy in Beverly yeah. Hills Cop. Okay. <laughs> so to see him young is is weird, because yeah. he's got hair, and he looks right. completely different. And I've never seen him now. So I've... Okay. All, my, like, my literal only reference to him was the guy in Beverly Hills Cop. Mm-hmm. So then I'm seeing him about the same time mm-hmm. when he is on Simon and Simon. And he was in multiple episodes, which I found at least two. Mm-hmm. I think maybe three. Yes, he was in... He was on a couple times. He played different characters mm-hmm. and always like a super shady yeah, character. Yeah, always a shady guy. He kind of has that face. Yeah, He's and like the shady on, guy. Um, on Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, he plays... Uh, like a rough guy like an mm. ex-cop who now like kills people sometimes but he's the hero yeah yeah you really should watch Breaking i guess Bad. I should, you might like at it at some point but that's and one of our favorite uh people alan hale who is the skipper uh was a bartender i don't in remember an episode that. by the way the episode it's called rough rider rides again <laughs> and i just thought that I'd is so that funny i just watched rough rider rides again the other day and i must have been doing i think you i was must, typing up my notes you must have been because i missed that. he's in he's kind of brief in there. that's funny and he rough rider rough rider rides again <laughs> as soon as i saw the name of the episode i'm like oh, i have to watch this you gotta watch that one that uh, was in season two and there he is alan hale as the bartender oh, that's funny so yeah, and then of course, Dick Butkus is also in an episode of when Simon was, and Simon. What yes. season were you watching? This, okay. That that was super early on. I, I think that was in season That's two right. though. Which you I, have the whole series. You have the whole okay, season. Okay, I do. I own it. Maybe it was one. I can't remember now. But, I don't know. Um, he pl- of course he plays a football player. I, you know, and, what? I bet I I yeah. I bet I've I know I've seen it because I've seen all the episodes. But and it's, it's been funny because they're time. supposed to like protect him, and yeah. they're both like uh. This guy. Oh, I know what like, episode you're talking about. That was, it was season over, two. Yeah, and it was over like, well, I can't even remember. Now. Was it was a gambling <laughs> debts or something. Yeah. I can't even remember. So of course that he didn't need yes. to be like protected. Yes. Um. Well, Jeannie Wilson plays Janet Fowler. 
Yes. Janet. Yes. Whose uh, dad, Myron, owns the detective agency that AJ used to work for. I yes. think he works there in the first episode, doesn't he? Um, or the second, like in the first is, season. There, no, there is like an episode where they go back to explain that. That's what it is. And those two were together. Yes, they were together. AJ. Mm-hmm. They were engaged. Yes. And that's why Myron hates them. Yes. Because AJ broke her heart. And she apparently used to really hate Rick because she didn't want them to be off doing crazy together because she wanted to be with AJ. But then, because that's what I didn't understand in the beginning. They were all so close. They are really close. she was always doing stuff for both of them. Mm -hmm. And there was an episode where she was like sitting between them and they were both like kissing all over her cheeks and stuff to thank her for something. And she's like, oh, ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, what is the dynamic here? Yes. How does they, she... They're just neighbors, and she's like this, and then several episodes mm-hmm. in, they go back they to this. explain it. Where they explain... And they're in court over something. So it was something... They did go to court. That happened when they worked yes. for her dad, or he did. And because anyway. at one point, she um, is a lawyer. Yes. She's going for her law degree. And then, is and it my imagination, can, or does she disappear after season two or something? Or do they, like... Uh, she comes in... She's in most okay. of the series, I think. Okay. Because I was watching some of, I think maybe in four. later in later yeah, and there was this, she was. I think to be found. when they replaced downtown Brown with a female police mm-hmm. chief or whatever, they they just had to have another brunette woman with gotcha. long legs. Gotcha. I, I don't know, but um, <laughs> yeah, she can never say no to the assignment. Right. And she her dad everything. is always mad about it. Yeah. Because at one point, their office is across mm-hmm. the street from his office. Right, they were yelling, yelling through the window the at one point. Yeah. Yeah, their office changes all, a Love couple it. times. There's like three or four offices. Yeah. So Jeannie Wilson was born in Tennessee in 1947. She had a lot of TV roles. And the last one that I saw her in was my favorite sitcom of the 90s, Full House, in 1990. She played Miss Garland, who was producing the ad that Jesse was doing for IQ Man when Mm. he was in the shower. And she said that his towel was too big. Do you remember this? Like, he was in the shower, and he had on glasses, and it was all steamy. And he comes out, and he says, I want to know if I can live with what I know. (laughs) I do, and only that. And she, oh she was like gosh. all over him, and she was chasing him around. Oh, interesting. interesting. I mean, I wonder why she was chasing him around. So. Yeah, she seemed so, very familiar, so I wasn't sure yeah. if she was in anything else I saw. Yeah, that was, was in 1990. Like, huh. She's still very good. Yes, Mary Carver played the Simon's mom, Cecilia Simon. Mm-hmm. She was awesome. She passed away in 2013 at 89. She was also in Arachnophobia. Oh, Remember that movie? Man. You probably have only seen it once. Yeah, it's about true spiders. story. Yeah. And she played various characters in Gunsmoke from 56 to 63. Okay. Hmm. So here's my notes. That's all I have on Mary Carver. Because at this point in my notes, I noticed a giant hairy spider on the ceiling of my office. <laughs> and I had to get my vacuum and suck it up. Oh, except no. that. Except that. My vacuum is crap. And it gets clogged constantly. Mm. So it has no suck. It certainly does not suck. It certainly does not suck. And this stupid thing wouldn't even suck up the spider on the ceiling. And But then it finally just dropped itself into the suck thing. And so then I had to hold a post-it note over the hose. 
so that it wouldn't climb out. And then I made my kid follow me down the stairs with the vacuum and open the front door. And then I put it on the front porch. You know, so if the That's spider amazing. isn't sucked completely into the thing, right, it'll it just, just crawl, crawl right out, out into sure. nature. And my kid was like, what if someone steals it? And I said, good. It has a, good, spider, it has a spider in it. They inside. deserve the spider. <laughs> and also, I really want a new vacuum. And no one stole it. Mm, dang it. So I got nothing else on Mary Carver or anyone else for that matter. Oh, my God. Sorry. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, you want to say anything else about Mary Carver that I didn't get? <laughs> I don't think so. I, uh, I did she's love, super cute. I did love her as uh, their mom because early on, too, she also, there's like, they'll be like protecting some woman for, or, mm. you know, they're like, oh, they're, yeah. And then they're like, here, you're just going to go stay at our mom's yeah. house. Yeah. And she's like, yes, come along, honey. And I'm yeah. like, what? How she's is this? Awesome. How does this work? So she's yeah. always scolding them, yes, and treating them like kids. And then they go over to her house. They're like, "Mom,", Mom. and um, their father passed away a long time ago, and he apparently mm-hmm. had lots of money. And so their mom is set up good, and she has a really nice house. And yeah, yeah, she is so funny. That was good. She was she was a good part of that for sure. Because yeah. So then we have Tim Reed. Who plays mm-hmm. Lieutenant Marcel Proust Brown, i.e. Downtown Brown, from season three to six. And his wife, Daphne Maxwell Reed, who we mentioned in our Fresh Prince of Bel Air episode, played oh, Vivian Banks number two. That's right. We talked about these two in that episode. We did. So go back and listen to that episode. So anyway, Daphne Maxwell Reed played the reporter Temple Hill from 83 to 87 on the mm. show. So whenever okay. they needed someone to like be on the scene or just be telling a story on the news, it was her. Love it. Tim Reed was also Venus Flytrap in WKRP in Cincinnati. Mm. That's what you would know him I from. I did recognize that he was in something else I had seen. But also you've seen Sister Sister. Mm-hmm. He played Ray Campbell. Their oh, yeah. dad, dad. I think he was their dad or their oh uncle. My gosh, so many things. Um, William Barnett on that '70s show, mm. and again, you can hear all about this power couple on our Fresh Prince of Bel Air episode from last season. Yes, that was a good. So yeah, they are they're a long time couple too. They're still together. They've done a lot of project together. So there's like a lot of long term relationships on Simon and Simon. Well, that must have been the key to everyone's happiness is to be on Simon and Simon. So and let's I... take a time machine. <laughs> <laughs> and Do go the back. 80s just to say hi, not for any reason. And be good forever. Um, later, Lieutenant Brown was replaced by Lieutenant Abigail Marsh, playing by Joan McCurtry, who again, they needed a pretty lady. <laughs> so they got just one. Put somebody in there. Um, this show, I have to admit, is pretty chauvinistic. <laughs> like, there's a lot of ladies that come in and out of their lives, mm-hmm. and a lot of, oh, like, yeah. um, they get the girl in the end, and then you never see her again. Yeah. They're basically just lips and legs. Which is interesting, because did you, I was gonna say, did you see the episode? I'm sure you've seen yeah, them all. I but do you remember the episode where, um, the lady, they are helping a lady who's blind, because mm. she witnessed I haven't ish. seen it recently, but I love she that She quote-unquote witnessed a murder. Doesn't she live with Rick for a while? Well, it's like or no, she he starts go, dating he, Rick because... Yeah. And they're so cute, though, because like, at first they go to talk to her in her 
apartment and she's so functional. Mm-hmm. That's that, right. Like, yeah. Rick doesn't even realize she's blind and they're sitting down and he he's holding a cup of coffee yes. and she's pouring it and then he moves and oh. she because she knew where it was. Mm-hmm. She spills it on him and he's like, oh, geez. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And then AJ's like, Rick, like, you know, giving him like <laughs> the nod, right. like, hello. I haven't seen it since. Like the nineties, yeah, it was like. But so, I do that's remember a really good episode. I remember that was one of the early ones that mm-hmm. I saw, and I watched this show while I was babysitting my next door neighbor. So she would be napping, and I would watch it, and it was like the first grown-up theme show that I ever watched. Yeah. Um, but I remember that she forgot to turn on the lights at one point. Mm-hmm. Like he went into her apartment or whatever, and she's like, "Oh, sorry, I, I always forget." Yeah. And it was interesting how she kind of figured things out because she escaped this guy. Basically, she worked in a museum or she was at a museum and these guys walked in and just killed someone. Yeah. And they come walking back by and the guy points the gun at her and she's just standing there and the guy's like, come on. And he goes, we got to take her out. He's like, no, she's blind. It doesn't matter. So they go on. It sure so of does course, matter. She heard their voices. Yes. And then later, like, knew their tr- the sound of their truck. Of course. So then they're trying to track her down later. He gets to, like, the apartment. They throw off. Rick and AJ go on some wild goose chase or something. This guy comes after her. She's in the basement of a parking garage. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, so smart. And she's feeling around. She fills, like, a cup with bleach because, like, the laundry's down there. And she turns the light off. And then he comes around the corner. She just throws it in his face. Oh, jeez. She goes running off. And then she slams into cars. And I don't know if she did it on purpose. But then, of course, an alarm goes off. Uh So then it's like she's drawing all this attention. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. This is so interesting. But they were so cute that, like. That was a great episode. But then those things happen. And then, yeah, they're never together with these women ever again. again. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, oh. Happens all the time. It's fine. But it's fine because I don't mind. They're on the run, right? They're kind of on the run (laughs) all the time. So, Um, In season one, episode three, did you see the one with Cousin Oliver? Robbie Rist played Cousin Oliver on... On the Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch. And he was in this episode where he played a computer hacker. And he used one of those new home computers. Yes. To, like, hack into a bank computer. And then the vice manager of the bank he's stealing from kidnaps him just by asking him to get in his car because <laughs> it's 1981 and he's oh like hey kid gosh. get in my car and he's all okay okay and that's how arnold got kidnapped uh, exactly <laughs> that's so <laughs> On true different do you want to ride well we really should we really okay, should we but will. we will because Great. it's the 80s and it's we haven't heard about this yet accept it mm-hmm. also there's Drink no hipaa so they can get true. info from anybody <laughs> exactly you anybody just, I'm just That's, like, well, I heard. I heard this. Um, AJ always hates Rick's shady friends, but mm. they get a lot of their information from Rick's shady friends. Yes. Because Rick is, we forgot to mention, he's a Vietnam vet. That's right. So when um, AJ was still in school, yeah, he's Rick went certain. to Vietnam and, and he comes there's back a all lot hardened. Of, yeah, there's like a lot of emotional scenes about, about that happening. Mm-hmm. And so that's where rick met a lot of these people so then there was in season one the show matchmaker and that stars uh guest stars aaron gray who played the stepmom on silver spoons this is one where somebody's being duped by this dating service Mm. and it's a video dating service AJ then has to pretend to be a rich guy and goes to the dating service because somebody is like robbing the rich clients, mm. like going on dates with yes, them. Yes, I did and see robbing them. part of that one. Um, 
So Rick has to buy a VCR. And it cost him six hundred dollars. <laughs> and amazing. AJ has to go on a bunch of dates. <laughs> I did see that one. And they have Marlo make <laughs> some paintings going. so they can pretend like he's this rich guy. Marlo is Rick's dog. Yes. Um, oh and that's gosh, one so another funny. one that guest starred Jonathan Banks. Also, they get tied up and they get tear gassed. Oh yes. Because that happens a lot. It happens a lot. And you know, they're they're escaping death a lot in this yeah. show. I mean, there's a Explosions part where... all the time. I think somebody, somehow like, I think Rick gets like drugged and put in a hang glider or something. Did oh, I see yeah, that? yeah, that did He happen. ends up in like the ocean. He's and of been course, drugged so many oh, times. Tons of times. I was like, what is happening here? I mean, all these different things mm-hmm. happen. And there's, you know, they have tons of stunts going on and let's just admit it is the early 80s so at times you're watching like the stuntmen yes. and you see them and they have like these horrible bleach blonde wigs on when they're supposed to be AJ and it just made me laugh um, but, but if yeah. it weren't for this show I would never have like pretended to be tied to a chair with my friend right. trying to get out trying to get out of or ties. Yes. I, I would like crawl around in my bedroom with the lights off pretending and let's just point out that I started watching this show when I was like 14. <laughs> so this was happening when I was a teenager. I was a teenager trying to escape death. Because it was action-packed. Yes. So do you have, before I talk about my favorite episode, do gosh. you have a favorite episode or have you already talked about your favorite I, ah, gosh, I'm trying to think. There was a couple of good ones. There was one and I'm trying to think now and I feel like I watched this a long time ago. So I've been watching this now for a few months kind of spread out because i was never fully ready to do this right and we (laughs) plus i just kind of i kind of put it in and intersperse it throughout Mm -hmm. so there's um there is an episode and i'm trying to even think of the premise now and maybe you'll remember so it's like they're trying to solve this like 30 year old murder because of something someone says they end up having to break into this guy's house and get in the the planks of the fireplace to find a gun Whoa. that like <gasps> i think i know what you're yeah he tried and it like clears someone and someone's like mm-hmm. a he owns all these restaurants in town so they mm-hmm. can't imagine it would be him mm-hmm. and it's like this big ordeal and Sounds it was really like familiar. um i want to say too that they ended up it's like a a daughter of the guy that was killed ends up hiring them and she has something happen again same thing i think she ends up like falling for one of the guys of course um, i mean who wouldn't yeah <laughs> But it's it was a real. I just remember that one, and now I can only remember bits and pieces of it. But I remember being like hooked into that yeah. thing, and I'm like, oh, this is great. Um, and there were just a few like that where lots of like different random things happened, and I'd get like sucked in. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like I'm kind of putting them all together in my mind <laughs> as the, as the different episodes. But um, yeah, there were some good ones, and one I didn't get to finish watching. I started watching it one day, and then I like something happened, and I had to go. And I didn't watch it. It was something like their mom was going to get kidnapped in a foreign country or something. But then they were like, they were like showing old stuff and AJ was playing their dad. Like, okay, yes. And so then they were like little kids and whatever. I didn't get to end up watching that one. But I was like, oh, no, I wish I had seen that. So I may have to still just intersperse some Simon and Simon here and there because it's there's some good stuff. There's some really good ones I didn't get to watch recently. Um, There are also some that I don't want to watch again. Like there's one that I remember where something bad happened to their mom that I don't want to talk about. Mm. So there's a lot of really good episodes yeah. that I just don't have. My favorite episode ever, which is the reason I bought season two. I told you I bought season two because my favorite episode was on it. And I don't know if you watched <laughs> this one. It was The List, 
from season two. And AJ falls super in love with this client who hired them after being accused of murdering a smarmy publisher who put her on San Diego's top 10 sexiest women list against her will. Mm. So she's very beautiful. Okay. Obviously, as apparently all women in San Diego apparently are. everyone is. Everyone who needs help from a detective. Yes. Is gorgeous. gorgeous. So she hired them because she was put on this list and then this guy was killed and the list was stolen hmm. because there were a lot of people on the list who didn't want to be on the list. Oh. Um, and they can't figure out why this matters so much to her, why she doesn't go to the police. It stars Christina Raines as Amanda, who is the love interest. It also guest stars Richard Anderson, who played Oscar Goldman in The Six Million Dollar Man. Oh. Which we talked about last week on our show. Last week, though. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So he plays a rich guy. So um, this dude is killed, but Amanda can't go to the police for help. So she's staying at AJ's place. Mm -hmm. Conveniently, Mm because she can't stay at her apartment because she doesn't also want to get killed. Mm -hmm. So they're basically, as Rick puts it, playing house. Yeah. And. They start, Rick starts digging into her past and he finds like some shady stuff and he gets super suspicious of her. Like when he and AJ go to her apartment, there's nothing personal of hers in it. Mm. And there's nothing about her past that they can find. Rick, Rick figures out she's lying about who she is and he calls her on it and AJ almost punches Rick. (gasps) And then they're not speaking to each other. Oh no. And then this photographer gets... Um, killed over some missing film uh, that's related to this whole case. And it turns out he's taken pictures of the rich lady, Richard Anderson's character's Mm. wife, getting lesbian with another lady who's like the TV weather girl or something. Um, So if you don't want to hear what happens, do you want to hear what happens? I can hear what happens, yeah. Skip ahead because we're about to give away the ending. (laughs) So it turns out Oscar (laughs) Goldman of The Six Million Dollar Man, he's the killer. Oh. Rick and AJ chase him. His car goes over the cliff. Of course. And explodes. Oh, goodness. They, can you imagine how many fires there are in San Diego with all the explosions? One time ah. a boat exploded and then like cars explode all the time. Oh, my goodness gracious. So he's probably dead. So Amanda is all, Amanda the love interest. She's all, it's all over now. And AJ's like, no, no, no. We still have to go to the cops. And he's super in love with her. And it turns out she's in the witness protection program. And now that Rick has uncovered her past and her true identity, she has to move again. Yes. But the government guy comes to their office, which is now the upstairs office, Mm -hmm. to tell them that she's going to have to move again. And AJ's like, oh, yeah, let's do that. And the guy's like, no, 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 she's already gone. Yeah. And AJ starts yelling at him. And he's like, you can't do that. I have to say goodbye to her. And he's like, no, you can't. Sorry. So the guy's leaving and he's like screaming at him. I can find her. I can find her. And Rick's got to like talk him down. And he's like, you're Aww. the best detective like in San Diego and you could totally find her. But then they're going to be following you and they're going to kill her. Mm-hmm. So you can't ever find her. Aww. She leaves him a note on his bed and it's all sad. And it's like, you can't ever find me. I love you. Like they were going to get married kind of love, even though they only lived together for like a week. <laughs> so then in the end, he's like in a drunk, he's drunk in a bar and it's sad. Aww. And then the next episode, he's fine. He's fine again. <laughs> fine that, mother lady. That was my favorite episode. It was the saddest thing. It was oh, so yeah. sad. He's like, 
one point he's like i know you know that i'm falling in love with you and she's all like i know but he doesn't know (laughs) what she knows that which is that she can't can't stay be in love with him because it won't work out oh but then it's fine because later i mean that was only season two so he's gonna fall in love with like six more times yeah 17 more times. <laughs> Rick fell in love a couple times. <laughs> yeah. Almost got married one time, but then the, he was looking for this lady's husband who was presumed dead. And then he was like in love with her. Mm-hmm. And like she had a kid. And so he was going to marry her. And he even told AJ he was going to marry this woman. And then they found her husband. Oh. And he's like, oh. <laughs> Oh, dang. I can't believe we found it. But then they fell in love with another person, so. Of course. So anyway, that's my favorite episode. Yes. I learned Good so many stuff. tricks from this show. <laughs> you know I did. Mm-hmm. In fact, now when I'm watching that's it, I'm like, oh, that's where I got that. <laughs> that's how I know how to do that. That's how I know how to do that. That's how I, yeah, oh, okay. I I'm turned on to Simon and Simon. I'm glad you liked it. I mean, there was one day when I was watching it like way too much. And I was like, I have got to stop watching. Yeah. I watched a couple. Yeah. In a row where I was like, oh, this is a good one. Whatever. And then there'd be like one in the middle. I'm like, oh, this is not good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I have to admit, like the one with the computer hacker kid was kind of. Yeah, a little boring, but you know, yeah, you got through it. You and you think about in the eighties, you had to watch the episode that was on that week, yeah, and you were just happy to watch your weekly show. If you liked Simon and Simon, please let us know because you know what, nobody ever talks about Simon and Simon. No, and it was such a popular show. It was a huge hit. Thinking that people, yeah. I'm wondering if, like, our parents... I mean, I have no idea if my parents... Like, I know my mom watched I don't it. think they did, because I don't remember ever seeing it. So, if they think, did, I don't think I mine watched around. it, like, in prime time. I think my mom watched it during the day in reruns, mm. and that was it. Because they started rerunning the show before it went off the air. Yeah. So, you got anything else to say about Simon & Simon other than they are dreamy yes they are dreamy and now that we have talked about it we will have to do a reboot and be simon and simon <laughs> and so <laughs> how does that theme song go i couldn't no, even I gotta, say it hold on, I, to... <laughs> I, I, just, <laughs> I just know that at the end of the the original theme song they go we're not just brothers we're best of friends <laughs> can't do quite the the banjo-ishness of it. Oh, that was like early on too when they would do more of it throughout the episode. Yes. And But you always have to have your transitional music. <gasps> there you go. Kissed by Shamu. Say what? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, what? Oh. oh there he is, checking out some lady who walked by. Okay, he wasn't checking her out, but like, he was making sure she was gone. Oh. I mean, if you watch that episode, it looked, because in the credits, it looks like he's just looking at her butt. True. But that's not what's happening. Oh, there's the rusty old pickup truck. <laughs> oh, driving in the water. Something's going to explode in a minute. <laughs> Just did. <laughs> and they jump. <laughs> and you guys get it. 
Did you <laughs> did you see? I posted on the Facebook page. Um, John Hamm and that guy from that other show remade like shot for shot. Yes, did you see that? Yes, that I was did great. See that. You gotta that find was that on the awesome Facebook page because Facebook. that was amazing that was i love that and being that i know every scene of that <laughs> opening i was like yep they got it right like, they got it exactly shot for shot what they do love it well let's wrap up simon and simon simon and simon <laughs> let's wrap up simon and simon individually and yes. put them in our pockets put them in our pockets and okay. i'm rick and i will take aj <laughs> <laughs> or i'm aj i mean if we're rick. divvying it so. up Okay, signing I'm, off. I'm Rick. <laughs> I'm Rick. And I'm AJ. Signing off. Signing off. How do we end the show? Just like that. I just forgot how we end our show. We should just say we wrap I it got, up. Wrap it up. Wrap I got up. nothing else. Wrap it up. Thanks for joining us. We'd love it if you would leave a review and also follow us on Facebook. Be sure to tune in next week for more TV tangents. I have 19 missed calls, text messages. <laughs> Oh, I have one from Melissa Boobs. Who put her in my phone that way? <laughs> you did. <laughs> I probably did. You know you did. No, look.